0: You're listening to the Just Lead Podcast, and the time to turn it up is right now. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Just Lead Podcast. We're challenging leaders to take action in every situation. My name is Brad, and before we jump into this week's episode, I just wanted to drop one reminder. One thing that makes our show unique is that we tackle your situations and help you just lead through it. So whether it's something you're facing in your life, your family, your team, or your organization, we want to hear about it. Just email us at hello at justlead.me. That's hello at justlead.me, and maybe we can work through your leadership situation in a future episode. We look forward to hearing from you. All right, let's kick it over to this week's show. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Just Lead podcast. My name is Brad, and as always, I'm here with Mark Q. Here we go. So we got an email from a young couple. They are having their third baby, a lot of new layers, like wow. making making family happen, everyday family life. Yikers. Everything's kind of ramping up and really just committed, wanting to build a, a strong family. And But what's interesting is they said both of them are children of Divorce, but trying to yeah, you know yeah. carve out a new future, kind of you know sure. break break the chain there yeah. and and have mm-hmm. a and, and have a better future. So looking for some just family foundations, Ooh. right? What are some things to yeah. think through uh, as they strengthen their marriage and their family as yeah. a whole together?
1: Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, it's hard sometimes, I think, because a lot of what shapes us is what we see in our formative years right? right what what shapes the way we think about life we think about others the way we think about marriage the mm-hmm. way we think about relationships mm-hmm. it is shaped based on the models we see mm-hmm. you know what i mean and so i think if we don't have a model of really what a healthy family looks like mm-hmm. or healthy relationships let's say for those you know for the listeners that aren't married or or healthy organizations if we don't have a model yeah it it can be really difficult. We'll actually just revert to thinking what we see is normal. It's not necessarily the healthiest, yeah, but we just revert to what we see is normal. Sure. And that's hard. You
0: know? And I think that's the biggest question that they're asking here is, you know, what do you do If you don't have a model, what if you do? What do you? Because you know, in most cases, it's like, okay, yeah, you can learn healthy foundations. Uh, If your parents' marriage is something to admire, or you know, you have some, you know, a family uh, close to you, you've got a little bit of a a built-in model. But you know, being children of divorce, hey, how do you figure that out? Like, if you don't have what I've done
1: is in anything. Whether it's you know, self leadership or leadership or we're going in an organization or a family, whatever. If you don't have a model to look at to know, hey, I wanna be, you know which I can't believe that we don't have a model. Let's just say I'm gonna say it like that now seems a little harsh. Yeah. But there are you gotta go look for a model. Maybe we don't have a model because sure. we haven't made it a priority to find a model. Yeah. Which is somebody further along in the area that I aspire to, yeah. who is further along than me and yeah. they have what I what I desire. Sure. Well then you start asking, Well, that's your model. How did they get there? What yeah. practices? Okay. But also, if for some reason you don't have a model in any area of your life, you gotta start understanding. The value, one, of having a model, but then two, the value that, you know, I want to be close to my family or I want to be a healthy organization. Sure. Then you start going, well, if that's the case, Mm -hmm. well, then I know that I have to go find the healthy attributes of that organization. Yeah. Or why does it seem like that family – Gets along. Now they got problems, they got issues, but why is it that they, you got to understand the value of it first. You know what I mean?
0: And I think it's, it's a really good point because, you know, when I think young couples, you know, they tend to, you know, to click together. Like, hey, yeah, we're hanging out. We're doing the cookouts together. Like we're doing the family vacations together. It's not always natural. Or maybe even normal for right. young couples to pursue older couples beyond their family, yeah. right? Yeah. But I think that's a really healthy thing to do, to have friends who are 20 years married, 10 years married, Absolutely. you know, that, that are further yeah. along. Um, and what it requires is a little bit of humility on your part to not just hang around people who are like you, right, right? but to right. pursue...
1: Uh, right to pursue with more wisdom or what you aspire to right you know what i mean because if you're if you're looking at your peers which is one area you look sure you know horizontally that's great but they're maybe learning the same things you're learning sure at the same time you know maybe a couple of months difference whatever a couple of years difference right but i always look at hey that person seems as though They're living their life with margin or in a healthy work-life balance kind of thing. Right. And then I lean in to see if it really is true. Because in this day and age, you know, we've heard it all before. You know, whatever social media handle it is, all you see is the highlights of everybody's (laughs) life, right? So you can't just go by that. You have to really lean in. And once you find that, after you lean in Mm -hmm. on on kind of the granular and how really the reality of their life, you start to then adopt their principles of how they do, how they organize their day or how they – make an effort to be with their spouse or yeah. their or their kids you right know?
0: And, and i know you joke often that you retired from counseling a long time ago <laughs> yeah but you do I have just... some time-tested principles <laughs> yeah for how to build a and the reason why family. the <laughs> reason
1: why i have is because i tend to be a little too like i don't I, it's actually comes at a form of respect the staff here in our organization which is the chapel you know <laughs> sure. they'll be like man don't do any counseling <laughs> And it's not because I, you know, I don't care, but it's because I actually I'm valuing you, yeah. whoever I'm talking to, because I just want to value your time. Yeah. And you're you're coming to me because you think I may have an answer or an insight that may help you. So let's get to it. Sure. I have made because of my age, yeah, you know, older than some of our staff members or whatever, I've just made a lot of mistakes. So sure from those mistakes, I've learned some stuff. Right. You know what I mean? So especially with time-tested principles of, you know, hey, man, these come out of, these principles we're about to give our listeners come out of mistakes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They come out of of all the family, organizational, relationship Mm -hmm. mistakes I have made, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, in relationships across the board. For sure.
0: So let's help them out. Seven different really characteristics of of strong families, some building blocks. The first one is they appreciate each other on a regular basis.
1: Yeah, I think when when I wrote that, the whole idea is we don't celebrate enough yeah it's hard to value the things that you've come to just expect as natural mm-hmm. so like you know i have found when something becomes rote or routine mm-hmm. i tend to then take it for granted mm-hmm. You know, whereas like in, in my relationship, I had to learn, well, isn't that your job? It was just real Brooklyn. Like, you know, that's your job. Take out the garbage every Wednesday, Michael. <laughs> right. You know, that's your job in the house. What I had to learn is go, hey, man, thank you for doing that. Right. It was because I guess in some way, shape or form, he could have done it with an attitude. He could have not done it. Sure. So it's just in not only the celebration things of accomplishments or goals met, but it's also just in the daily appreciation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know. Thank you for you know you know for us like perfect example you know a lot of people like to watch a program together or watch something on Netflix or a series of something hey thanks for watching this with me because you've made you've made it fun so it's appreciating them. Mm-hmm. Everything, not only for two accomplishments, but just appreciating them as as a person and what they yeah. do. Thanks for always smiling. You know, thanks for giving me the pause. Thanks for telling me the truth. Right. Thanks for it's that it's that kind of thing. What I mean by appreciation. Yeah,
0: and I like I, I like how you're saying like it's, it's those everyday moments. I think sometimes we think that appreciation has to be this big, extravagant thing. It doesn't. But it's the everyday it's stuff the the that moves any, the needle. Every
1: single day, things. Hey, I appreciate you. You know, hitting your curfew time. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's positive motivators instead of saying, if you miss your curfew, you're going to lose your curfew. Right. So it's appreciating what the effort that's there. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah.
0: I love that. So, I mean, I, I think there's probably a lot of different ways to show appreciation, right? right. But. I think w- words carry a, sh- a certain weight as well. Yeah, I mean, I think you know? I
1: think you can get little gifts. I think it just gets harder with gift giving. Sure, you know what I mean. Whether it's I'm not talking about expensive gifts. I'm just talking about everyday gifts. Yeah, but I like the combination of both. You mm, know, I yeah. like the combination of words. Words are powerful. We know that. Yeah, you know, but also, if it's a gift, it's a gift that really only. That person and I would know the significance of the impact sure. of a gift.
0: You know, thinking about this too, I think we'd be remiss in talking about this. Five love languages, Gary Chapman. Yeah, it, we'll it's put just that, one of those put staples. That in the show
1: notes too. I mean, there's it's just not just a, for
0: marriage but families. Exactly right.
1: And I just think there needs to be a library as leaders that of books that have shaped the culture. Of either leadership, organizations, yep. healthy organizations, yep. families. Yep. And that is a staple in your family library yep. is the five lo- love languages by Gary Chapman. Yep. I mean, it's just standard.
0: Right. So you know? one of the love languages, okay, is you know, words of affirmation, appreciation. Right. And then but it leads into the second one, which is they structure their lives so they can spend time together. Quality time is yeah, one of no, those love languages.
1: Exactly. And <laughs> and I think, you know, we've heard it before, what gets calendared gets done. Yeah. So with someone who's a high you know, output person and I love what I do, love my job, doesn't mean I don't love my family. If I don't structure the time to go, hey, on Thursday, I'm gonna take, you know, my my daughter to lunch. On Thursday night, we are gonna sit out on the patio or around the table, not every night, to have dinner. No devices, no TV. It's, it's, they, they intentionally connect. A healthy building block is right. for families or organizations, even. Sure. They, they connect. Yeah. There's a time they know. Mm-hmm. I don't know when, but I do know we have to. Yeah. So now you got to calendar it and make it happen. So they just right. connect, you know.
0: Yeah, and I, I think that's healthy too because I think sometimes, uh, you know, is, especially in marriage or like romance, it's like, oh man, calendaring it, like that doesn't sound like sexy, that doesn't yeah. sound like whatever, but it's like you got yeah, to make it a priority. Yeah, if what, you're like thinking you said, that. Gets calendar right, if, gets done.
1: Exactly, if you're a listener- and you get and you get like, oh man, I don't want to calendar that. I just want it to happen organically. I've heard that before a lot. Yeah. yeah, that let me just let me just flat out say that's ignorant and stupid. Right. Because you're immediately assuming that you organically didn't think about it to write it on your calendar. You think organically is spontaneous. Yes. Well, that's actually not true. If something's growing healthy, it's it's because You've planned for it to go that way. Right. Prioritization is what leads to healthiness more than it being organic.
0: Yeah. Because I mean, if not, you know, you just end up kind of living your life. Families are, you know, they all sort of retire to their separate quarters, kids in their rooms, you know, everybody's busy. Well, especially and
1: And that's all I'm saying about connecting. Yeah. And and exper and experiential connecting. Like, hey, there's a new for our family, because we're foodies. Right. When something new happens around food, like a new restaurant, or they added something to the menu. We actually seek each other out. Sure, you know, sure. for us, we created a. Ours is called Family Official. We have a we have a text thread going, a group text. Yeah, it's just our family members. Uh-huh. It's just me, my wife, and and, and our kids, yep. and their spouses. That's it. And we're constantly chattering on there about something. You know, we see something that causes us to think about the other. We take a picture, but then we're going, "Hey Thursday," and we don't pressure anybody. Hey Thursday, they got a new so and so new burger you know, at Mm BurgerFi, you know, this is what we're doing. I'll be there, I'm buying. Yep. Whoever shows up shows up. Nobody right. shows up. It don't matter. I'm there for the burger, but um, what well, what happens is I'm there for the burger, but I'm using that to connect. Yeah, and so I think that's that's the big principle. Right,
0: there. it's those activities together, exactly. sort of side by side, but and also they don't having have to be time. big
1: activities. Yeah, we get caught up on the again yeah. the Instagram world, the social media world. Right. Everybody on the side of a mountain. In we the, went to
0: Disney. It, we went to Greece. I love it. We and by the to, way, yeah, love Great. it.
1: But that's not, just make sure that doesn't become the only way to connect. That's it. That's it.
0: All right. So third Third. one, they deal with problems in a positive way. You and family, you're going to have some problems. Yeah.
1: Yeah. If you're listening, you should have a family problem right now. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's just a lie. So one, come to the realization that you're going to have problems. That's not an if, it's a when, right? Yeah. And then when you deal with the problems positively is you immediately go to what we're learning from it. And I think it's important to mention here Brad for everybody listening that there are problems and then there are patterns. Problems. Oh, yeah, problems are isolated incidents that come up that we did maybe we didn't foresee, they just happened. Now it's a problem like we got an issue, da da. Or is this a so that's ready. There's a, that's an isolated thing. That's a problem. But if that same problem keeps happening, I can tell you you can point back to a pattern it was a pattern that caused that problem. So usually problems can be handled internally between you and your family, your spouse, or your organization. A pattern of problem might need some outside support. It might need some outside support to kind of give different insight or different perspective. Yeah. So I think it, that's what I mean by deal with problems positively, Right. Is, is we look at them, are they a pattern or is it a problem? Yeah. And if it is, What's the best resolution for both? And that means you got to spend time on it. Right. You know what I mean? To really understand. So a problem is a problem, but a problem can benefit the organization or the family when you work it out together. Right. I love that.
0: What about the other side of that, though, where it's not necessarily a pattern, but making sure that you don't make a mountain out of a molehill, so to speak. Yeah. Making a small problem a big problem.
1: Yeah. For a long time in all my relationships, my professional relationships and my and my family relationships because of the way I'm wired I'm, tend- I'm 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 kind of an intense guy. Yeah. You know, I'm Italian, I talk with my hands and I'm not necessarily mad, I'm just really super passionate. Yeah. You know, I hope you get that. Yeah. You know, I'm a very passionate person. <laughs> you know, what I mean yeah. I, but a lot of people see it as anger. Yeah. I'll give you I'll give our listeners this will this will change your life if you can do it. And it's taken me years, and I'm still learning. So you may never arrive, but you got to make the attempt. So yeah. the win is in the attempt. It's right. immediate correction. Okay. It's immediate correction when something goes wrong or has not happened. Can correct it immediately because if you wait, yeah, if you wait, you either minimize what has happened or you magnify what has happened. Right. Immediate correction is you deal with sure. it right there. Hey, hey, hey. We don't talk like that in this house. Right. We don't, because if what happened to me was, uh, I'll, I'll talk to him about it later. And then two things happen when I go later is I'd minimized it like, yeah, it wasn't that big of a deal. I won't, I'm not going to say anything. Or it played over and over in my mind. One thing's broken, everything, everything must be broken. And, and dear God, whose child are you? Who do you work for? <laughs> I used to love you. and It just gets crazy. So, so what I've learned in dealing with problems in a positive way is immediate correction right. because you if you wait. Now, everybody's right now listening going, well, yeah, but sometimes we're not in the right atmosphere for me to say something. Right. The, the best thing to do is hold on to the thought and the first moment that because you're looking for the appropriate moment. Sure. If, if the moment isn't immediate, you're looking for the appropriate moment and you're waiting for that appropriate moment. So you're looking for it, and as soon as it opens up, boom, you go there. Yeah. That's how you deal with problems in a positive way. Yep. Let's, let's like we don't say that or sure. somebody in the organization mm-hmm. says something or does something that's out of the DNA yeah. or, or character of the company. Yeah. Now, hey man, let me let me just tell you, we don't. Right. We don't do that. We don't say that. We don't treat people like that here. Mm-hmm. Yep. Boom. I wonder how many problems from an HR standpoint would have been avoided if the employees of an organization or members of a family would police themselves and their and the others and their peers instead of allowing policy to do it. Yeah. I just think it's important for us to understand that we create atmospheres. Yes. And we create atmospheres not only by what we say and model, but we create atmospheres as leaders and parents or guardians in what we don't allow. Yes. That's important too. Yeah. That's and, dealing with and problems you, positively. And when yeah. you
0: set the table with a culture of appreciation it makes the correction much more receivable because you've already created an atmosphere of well, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm appreciation. Exactly,
1: well. and I'm telling you if, you, if all you do is correct and don't appreciate, no one wants to talk to you, no one wants to be around with you, right. no one wants to hang with you, no one wants to connect with you, which was point two. Yeah. So that's how you deal with problems. Yeah, so the
0: fourth one is they demonstrate a strong commitment to one another.
1: Yeah, I think what happens is a lot of times when we're talking about building blocks of families specifically, but also in organizations, mm-hmm. is that we think commitment... Means we agree. <laughs> I mean, I think it's we're committed to those people who agree with us, and I think we get those term that terminology or that mentality confused. Right? You know what I mean? I think commitment is commitment is talking about us. Yep. I'm committed to loving you. Mm-hmm. I'm committed to leading you. I'm committed to modeling things for you. I'm committed to looking out for the best for you. Yeah. I'm committed to appreciating you loving because i mean if we talk about love we don't have to go through the, all the attributes yep. but love is appreciating one another yep. love is accepting yep. i may not agree with you but i see th- this is a big one yeah. especially for culture right now especially in families just because i disagree with you right. doesn't mean i don't love you culture right now is connecting the two they don't you only love me if i agree no that's not true i don't tell first of all don't tell me how i feel that's the first thing. Let yes. me not go off on this, Brad. I'm going to go nuts. I mean, the bottom line is <laughs> you can say to me, uh, you know, don't you don't love me, You can, but it doesn't mean it's true. Yeah. You don't get to make me feel a certain way. Yeah. That, uh, I control that. Yes. That's number one. Number two, culture right now is in that space of how can you love me if you don't agree with me, you don't support. No, I actually love you. I just don't agree with what you're doing. Right. That's all. I just don't agree with what you're doing. I don't think that's the best for you. Sure. I don't think that's the wisest decision. Yeah. I don't think that's the way, you know, because we're people of faith. I don't think that's the way God made you. Yeah. But don't tell me I don't love you because you're connecting the two. So sure. I think it's important. Commitment means I'm committed to who I am for you yeah. in your life.
0: Yeah. It's like it's an integrity thing. Of course. I mean, that's what it comes down to. Right. Is like is that it's that family's family, no no tension, no, no, you, you know, right. obstacle, no anything that w- right. would come in the way of Hey, we're we're a whole unit here, right? Right. It's integrity.
1: Yeah. Well. Yeah. But we, we know the definition, right? Integrity comes from the term, a mathematical term, meaning whole. Sure. We're whole here. One of the whole things about our family, our organization, just like we have DNA, we have principles in family. We have these values, and we love each other here. Mm-hmm. And because I love you, I'm going to speak the truth to you in love, just not. I'm going to speak the truth, but I'm going to speak it in love. You know, son, daughter, sweetheart. I don't. I don't know that that's the best decision. I just don't feel that. I just don't think it's the best. They're going to do. They're going to do certain things. Yeah, right. But it doesn't mean I don't love you. I just don't agree with you. Right. So I think that's important. So, the you know?
0: f- so the fifth one is they constantly or continually communicate with one another.
1: Yeah, I think a lot of issues in in culture right now, as not only culture but families, is because there's misaligned expectations. Oh, I thought you were going to take out the garbage. Why did you think that? Well, we, you didn't communicate that that was a value you wanted someone to do in the family. I thought you were so. We don't. Sometimes we th- we think of the word expectations. We see that as as bad. You know, here in our organization and in my family, no, we have expectations of each other. Expectations are not bad. Yeah, you, it's only when they're unrealistic expectations. Right. So I think communication in a sense of speak as clearly. And, and specifically about something as you can. Yeah. Uh, what I've learned is the building block for a healthy family, one of them obviously is communication. Yeah. But it's what kind of communication and it's specific. Right. Like, hey, I, I'd really like to go to dinner Thursday night. Yeah, sure. You leave that open-ended expectations between the time you said it and the time you go to dinner. Right. Right. Hey, you know what I want to do? As my fact, I just, I, I literally this morning, where Trish and I are going out to dinner with some friends tonight. And it was like, yeah, we're going to go to dinner. And what I've learned, because this couple, they're very busy, they're very entrepreneurial, they travel a lot. It was like, no, Thursday night, I'm going to meet at 6.30. There's a new sushi roll in town. And we're going to go try that. It's, the, it's being specific that makes communication in an organization or a family really, really effective.
0: Where does the breakdown happen?
1: In in the ambiguity, the breakdown happens in the ambiguity because expectations aren't wrong. Yeah, yeah. I expected to just go get a burger. Yeah. Meanwhile, my wife expected we were going to get all dressed up and snazzed up and go to a steakhouse. And it's because we want. It's the ambiguity. Yeah. That's what makes communication either effective or not. One of the things, and that's why it's one of the building blocks for us. Yeah, yeah. for
0: sure. All right. So the sixth one is they share the same value system.
1: Yeah. If my value is spending time together. As a family, experiencing things. We're gonna go, you know, because we're in Florida, we may go to a theme park and ride a roller coaster, whatever it is, or just walk around. You know, we got bush gardens here. You know, we'd go and see that incredible animal habitat. Let's go. If that's a value, that's just an experience, right? If the value for me in the organization, or especially my family, is I like to spend time together but no one else in the family likes to spend time together, <laughs> they're not wrong. See, that's the key. Yeah. And I'm not right, wait, and I'm not wrong. We just don't have common values. Sure. That's all. And without common values, it's hard to all move in the same direction. Yeah. And that's what's really difficult. You, I would encourage our listeners, especially if we're talking about building families, is to sit down and go, man, tell me what's... What do you like doing? Is that valuable to you, Are you just like, yeah, I got nothing else to do. Yeah, Dad, I'll go with you to the store. Yeah, you know, or is it like, no, we actually we enjoy going to Home Depot together when you need something to see what's whatever those things are. Yeah, or no, we love experiencing blank sure. blank together. You right. know what I mean? I think that's why it's so important.
0: And and I just think about you know businesses and organizations will spend thousands of dollars on a consultant to come in and help them define company values. But when it comes to our families, again, sometimes you just live in life, you're going through the the everyday habits. There has to be the same level of intentionality of like let's get crystal clear
1: on what on is on shared it that values, we've, on shared values. Right, because what you can have a value in your family, you can have a value that's valuable and it's and it means something to you, but we're talking about we're talking about healthy attributes building yeah. blocks of families Their sh- What are the shared value? It doesn't mean you lose your identity. You still right. have values, right? But what are our shared values? What are our, you know, for, for us, you know, I, I had to get used to this one. I know it's corny, but I had to get used to this one. My wife, she says, I love you after every sentence when we're leave, like, love you. And for me, I had to go, I want to say, I love you when it's a moment. When it's just a, you know, I'm a guy, so maybe I'm not as in touch, you know, whatever (laughs) the case, stereotypical, I don't know. Yeah. But I I had to get used to, I got to share that. I had to learn how to share that value a little bit. Yeah. So sometimes in the value, there's a little bit of a compromise, a little bit of flexibility, a little bit. Because to me, it was like, you say it so flippantly, but she does mean it. Like, okay, I love you. See you tonight. You know, we might be on the phone or something or she might text. And I, I normally wouldn't even say it. I'd say it like maybe when we, you know, before I leave for work and then that's it. You know, she'll, and so I had to learn to share values too. Yeah, you know what I mean because that's important. Right, you know it can't be just about you, sure, and it can't just be about them. You see, so I think that's the key for our listeners to learn. It's an attribute and a building block for healthy families, and and I would say surely organizations too when it's the shared, agreed shared values. Yeah,
0: absolutely. So come in full circle. The last one being that the parents as sort of the leader of this organization called yep. family, right? Yeah, yeah. The parents model what it means to bless other members.
1: Yeah. I think, again, we remember more of what we see, mm-hmm. you know, and there's an incredible John Maxwell quote out of his book. Uh, Everyone communicates, few connect, by the way. We'll put that in the show notes. But, and he says, people don't, you don't reproduce what you say, you reproduce what you are. Yeah. And so if you, if the shared value in your family is generosity, well, then you have to put the skin on it you're the skin right. in the action right. and you have to sh- you have to let uh, let your family know hey we're doing this together or let me tell you what I did i'm going to be home late i'm not going to be home on sure. saturday cuz i'm helping so and so with their roof i'm going over it, generosity just doesn't always mean money i want our listeners to know that it's generous right. you're just a generous person is just a generous person right. with their time with their sure. stuff with their whatever it is yeah. and so i think it's important to model that and your kids are watching yeah your kids are watching at the end of the day, you don't reproduce what you say, you reproduce what you are and what you are is what they see yeah. and so you take that out extrapolate it out fifteen twenty years I would argue a lot of what they are is because of what they saw in you, yeah I mean that's or a, or a
0: reaction to it
1: or a react yeah exactly yeah. right I would say that too yeah
0: yeah so you're saying the do as I say, not as I do doesn't, oh, yeah. doesn't fly here. No,
1: it, not on this podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Great thoughts. Seven yep. building blocks
1: Come on, for rock solid families. That's it. Any, you didn't say any anything about my thoughts? shirt. Yeah, I love your shirt. It's a baseball. Listen, our listeners, when they hear this podcast, American pastime. it will be baseball, the great American pastime, and it will be spring training in Florida, which you will find me at any stadium, spring training stadium, working, <laughs> working Wi-Fi tethering to my phone working because i will be at spring training games
0: i love it we'll see you there yeah hey that's it for this week's episode of the just lead podcast for more resources check out the show notes below while you're at it make sure to tap that subscribe button leave us a rating and review and share this episode with a friend see you next time